How about yeah. the intro, bro? Intro's fire. I like the new music setup too. Welcome to the Cheap Seats Podcast. Uh, we are back. We are back. I'm Water Water Gene. I missed last week. Uh, I was in the ER last Monday, so appreciate y'all, y'all thoughts. Uh, from my upper left corner, I got the Prince of Production for Sports Empire Network. It's the it's the man, the myth, the legend, Kyle Edwards. What's up? What's up? I'm being I'm feeling better than my Celtics are today. So anything to get my mind off of that, I'm I'm, I'm here for it. My question is this, right? Would you rather yeah. be me sitting at home already lost or be one of you two goofs around 03? I'm kidding. I, I'd rather be you two at least having an opportunity. Yeah. But it's uh it's not a good night for us three and basketball fans. Like none yeah. of us has ha- have a win since the second round. Yeah, that's true. For being honest. Mm-hmm. Would you rather so, lose in the second round in a seven-game series or a six-game series, or would you rather get swept in the conference finals? I mean, I've always been the of the mindset, like the more playoff games, the better. But the way this is going, I mean, I, I don't know if there's any benefit at all coming from this Heat series for the Celtics at all. Maybe front office has found out some things about some of the personnel, and hopefully changes come in the offseason. But, yeah, I, I – you lucky. You're lucky, Kyle. I'm gonna, let me introduce Big J, Jordan. Jordan. Oh, Kyle Louis. Big J. Jordan. Yeah, how you doing? How you doing, man? Um, yeah, I mean, I'm doing good, man. Great. We got a chance to. Um, you doing good? Yeah, I'm, I'm doing good. I'm, 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 I'm blessed to you know see another, see another day. Um, oh, man, you know, um, I'm blessed to say our team had a chance. You know, turn the turn the tides a little bit. By by game, um, but yeah, I have my graduation tomorrow. I gotta get up that early, so you know, I've been through a lot of, I've been through hell, man. So I'm here. I made it. Let's get it going, man. Yo, Big J is optimist. He's an optimist in his prime. Yeah, I mean, you gotta be. I mean, at least, I mean, watching that game last night, like Celtics had this game with no fight. At least we, at least we don't get blown out by the Nuggets. It was on like six, eight point games. If it's a sweep, it's a sweep. I don't care if it's a blowout or not. Everyone's gonna say it's a sweep, but the Lakers can no, win it. So fast yeah. ten, bro. A fast one, fast ten, fast and the furious. It don't matter if you win by an inch or a mile. It's still winning. Well, it's winning. Yeah, I get that. I get that. But at least, like you know, like everyone's saying, we're gonna get swept. But then who knows? LeBron and AD can have a big game, and then D'Lo might have a surprising big game. Schroeder might start, have a good big game. So, well, my question for you. Mm-hmm. Do the Lakers come back and win the series, Jordan? Um, so I think my position we 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 win tonight, and then okay. the tides turn tonight okay. to Denver. Um, it's gonna be hard. Um, what do you think? Expert opinion. I think. I mean, at the end of the day, you, you still have LeBron James on your team. At the end of the day, yeah, you have LeBron and AD. So. He's been healthy. Um, other than that loony elbow, he's I think well, he didn't miss a game that game, but um and if you have A D and LeBron, I mean you still have a chance. I mean I, I think mean, it's just uh what's your pick? Huh? What's your pick? I think Lakers in seven. There we go. There <laughs> we go. <laughs> You've been dying for me to say that, right? <laughs> I lied him up. I lied him up. He knocks him down. <laughs> That's the cheap seats podcast, ladies and gentlemen. There you go. That's I lied him up all day for big J. And he just gonna knock him down for me every single time. 
But I mean, I mean, think about it. If if we, it, well, I know F is just an F, but if we would have just contained Murray last game, because Jokic had a bad game, he had like Murray him. was the answer. If the queen had ball, she'd be the king. <laughs> if we contained him, a comedy. I'm, I'm, I'm sure that the uh, the Warriors are saying, man, if Jordan Poole could have averaged 19 a game, we would beat the Lakers. I'm sure Kyle's over here saying, man, if Jimmy Butler just rolled his ankle, we would beat the Miami Heat. Yeah. Man, yeah. if we had Emi Adoku still coaching us, we would beat the Miami Heat. It's a lot of ifs. I just feel like I just feel like um like Bro, I swear to God, Kyle does not want to blame Joe Missoula. Joe Missoula. No, I I I, won't, I don't I like I'm not gonna blame him. I'm just like I don't like what he said at the press conference, man. I he, I he put he's trying to put the blame on him. Bro, he was like, "Oh, I should have trained my guys more." Like, what, bro? Like, what are bro, you doing? Bro, Joe Missoula's worst press conference moment ever was they asked him at the end of game one, and they said, uh, "You know, uh, they played harder than us in the third quarter." And he goes, "Well, if they played harder on us, is that on the coaching?" He goes, "Well, we played harder than them in the first two quarters." <laughs> like, yo, I swear, my man likes to shout himself out. Remember game two versus Philadelphia? They dominated him, and he got in the press conference. Like, no one's going to ask about the adjustments we made. Like, well, I I understand where that's coming from because most boss, most of the questions he gets from the Boston media is always like some loaded question to try to make him look bad. So that's why he just kind of go back at them because I understand I I understood that moment, but I feel like from the outside you probably wouldn't see it. But for me, I I did not look at this and be like. Oh, Missoula's gonna have a chance coaching up against against Spolstra. I already I already knew that was a loss to go with. So I focused solely on the players on the court because Brown hasn't been as consistent as he was in the Hawks series. And you know, Horford, White, guys like that missing shots, and that's why Miami's man, winning. Where, man, you, you gotta get your boy Brown, man. You gotta get your boy Dylan Brown. He's been ghost, man. Like he weighs like two for twenty shooting and I'm hoping. I know we're not talking about shooting. Mr. Uh, but I'm just, but I'm just look, saying, look, like, wait, LeBron's like three for thirty in the fourth quarter. But Jalen Brown, I mean, okay. I told you, I told you after, after Miami won Game One, right? I said Celtics have identity problem. They don't know who to. That who didn't make sense when you posted that. Well, hey, there was, now it's three zero, so. Okay. Yo, Lakers I, at seven. But the thing, I, but thing, the thing I don't like is like I don't, I don't like his answer last night. Down Take a shot at somebody else. But I'm saying at least we, at least the Lakers, at least the Lakers show effort. Like they're not lackadaisical on defense. Um, Last night they just gave up. Last night, has the defense Anyway, anyway, Kyle, you want to come on my show at this, man? Come on, bro. I don't know if you want me on that stream. (laughs) Gentlemen, gentlemen. All right, let's get to the show, man. Like you said, it's it's not comedy hour, right? One thing I want to say before we shit. (laughs) <laughs> one thing I want to say is I predicted this earlier in the year, and I will say it again. Mm-hmm. You were watching Jalen Brown's last games in a Celtic uniform. He is gone after the end of this year. And I don't think that's a bad thing for Jalen Brown or the Celtics. I think that, you know, like J.J. Reddick said something today on his podcast where he said that Jokic and Jamal Murray are the best duo in the league. And he said that because they play off each other perfectly. Like, like one's a point guard and one's a point forward, and they 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 run the two man game perfectly. 
Mm-hmm. With Brown and Tatum, you can't call plays for them together. They're the same player. They're yeah. both wing players that shoot the three, that have athleticism, that can take you off dribble, that play good defense. Like, I think Jalen Brown turns into being a better player than Jason Tatum by the time his career is over. I'm just being being honest. Yeah, because, like, what I – like, 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 uh, Gene said, so, uh, Jalen and they're the same players. So, like, when it comes to like, to like crunch time, they'll know, like, I, I was thinking, I think it was a game two or three. It was like, well, it wasn't game three because there's no crunch time in game three. Oh, well, game one or two. It was like, um, it was Marcus Smart. It was on the baseline. Uh, I think Tatum had it. He was go double team. He didn't like, they don't know who to give the ball to. Like, and like, is, it, is he gonna take the shot? Is Jalen Brown gonna take the shot? Like, they don't know who to take. That shot, like you know, you see, we have the Jordans, the, the Michael Jordans. Who's gonna take that final shot? Like, who's gonna take that final shot? Jalen Brown, Tatum. They don't want to be too selfish with it. So, okay. The question, I don't know. Like, he, I don't know where he goes, Jalen Brown. I don't know, but he, he's gonna be a good fit anywhere he goes. Well, let's get into the questions. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. you have a start one, sit one, cut one. Uh, yep. Kyle. Now, do you have graphics for all three of our questions? How about this, ready? You throw the graphics up in whatever order you want. Okay. Probably do me first. It don't matter. It yeah, don't matter which one you go. Right, well, actually, let's go I, with this one. Oh, shit. I wonder what my graphic is. Okay. I love this. I love this. All right, so I'm. this is my question. Oh, okay. And my question is, which team, if you remove their star player, had the the worst supporting cast that made it to the finals. Like, I think that this year's Miami Heat team quite possibly could be the worst, least talented team ever to make the finals. But you also do have the 2000-2001 Philadelphia 76ers. If, I, if you want, I can read the lineup out outside of Allen Iverson. It was Iverson, Eric Snow, George Lynch, Tyrone Hill, and Dikembe Mutombo. With Aaron McKee coming off the bench. That was their sixth man. Yep. Uh, you got the 2007, 2008 Los Angeles. I mean, sorry, Cleveland Cavaliers. Uh, they had Mo Williams. They had Booby Gibson. Zadrunas Elgowskis. Uh, Anderson Varishow. That Drew Gooden down there? Yeah, Drew Gooden. Yeah. Yeah. Jesus. <laughs> Sasha Pavlich. Yeah. And then you have this year's Miami Heat. Now, going into the playoffs, I want you to hear these names, and I want you to hear them out loud. Gabe Vincent, Max Struess, Kevin Love, who's basically reincarnated, Bam out of bio. Jersey guy. Tyler Hero was their number two scorer the whole year. He hasn't played the whole playoffs. Which team has the worst supporting cast minus their super? So are you talking about like just like in the playoff, like just overall, like take the guy out in the playoffs yeah, so or look at the 01 76ers? Yeah, but the problem is, Chris, you don't realize this. Theo Ratliff was traded. Theo Ratliff wasn't on that team. Uh he was traded midseason for Takembe Mutombo. He was a dog, though. Mm-hmm. First half of the season, he was a dog. But Theo Ratliff was traded. So what team 
do you think had the worst supporting cast that made the finals? So you remove Jimmy Butler from the Heat, Allen Iverson from the 76ers, and LeBron James from that Cavs team, and you put them all in a bubble, and you have them play elimination games versus each other. Who's the worst team? That's a hard one, man. Right? It's really hard. Um, The worst team. You can rank them, too, if you want. That 76ers team was awful, bro. Because that's what I'm looking at. Because if I take Iverson off that team, Who's where scoring? do you get scoring from? Was Chris Webber on that team or no? Oh, no. oh so, man. Sorry, I, Marcus. I can give you the whole roster, bro. <laughs> it was Eric Snow, his, uh, Allen Iverson. Wait, so Eric, wasn't Eric Snow on the Cle- Cleveland team at the time or no? He might have been. But he's so he, not a starter, so it doesn't matter. And it wasn't Eric Snow like in his prime. Like, oh, yeah. Yeah. But uh, George Lynch. Tyrone Hill, the ugliest man in sports. The Kembe Mutombo, who was a defensive stopper. Yeah. Well, I don't know how much of a scorer he was. <clears throat> their, their number two scorer was their sixth man, and that was Aaron McKee. I don't know, man. It's a very tough question. That Cavs team is awful. Think about that start lineup without LeBron. I mean, they're they're, they're all kind of take Baller off the team, and I mean, who's going to be their scorer? Uh, I'll tell you what, Caleb Martin, he's really ter- came into his own. Yeah, I, yeah. I think Miami Curry. could piece together an offense without Butler. That, yeah. Iver- that Iverson-less Sixers team, to be honest with you, I don't know how they get 40 points a game. It'd be a struggle. That Cavs team, too, though. Yeah. Who scored on that Cavs team? Anderson Baruchel, Big Z, Sasha Pavlich. Was that, was that like the, that was the starting no that's six player I was like he was the starting five but wasn't um well you're removing Brown and you're adding Drew Good that's the, that's yeah, pretty that's much it. well yeah that's what you would do and like with the Sixers you remove Allen Iverson and you would add Aaron McKee. I mean because Cavaliers you take LeBron put in Drew Good and I mean the only three point shooting gonna get is from Booby so well Sasha Pavlich could shoot the three yeah but then Duty is he's just a tear force and then Jared Barajo I'm not gonna. <laughs> He's just an energy guy. He's an energy no. guy. Well, yeah, he's an energy, but he can't. In today's game, you, well, what era are we talking about? Like where the three ball matters, or like what? Like when this? Because right now we're in the game where it's called positionless basketball. So, what era? Are we, like, are we talking about like that? Because it depends. It's your criteria. Yeah, I'm definitely going. I mean, I'll go first. So I'm going to go. So are you on worst and then the worst to first? Worst to first. So my worst is LeBron because I'm thinking about today's modern era of, of shooting. Like, take out LeBron, there's no shooting. Maybe from maybe yeah, from Mo. Shoot on that Sixers team. Aaron McKee's yeah. the guy can shoot. Yeah. Eric Snow was, was a worse shooter than you. For, than me? Well, than me, you, anybody. He was. We were better <laughs> than Eric Snow. Well, yeah. Well, yeah. You say, well, yeah, these are professional NBA players. You say that like you're a better shooter than anybody in the NBA right now, Jordan. <laughs> I mean, I, I do have a shot. You've seen my shot, but it's not the NBA. Well, you're not a better shooter than an NBA player. <laughs> I'm pretty. I, I'm not better than the average. I'm not. I'm not better than the the best shooters in the league. But there's some pretty subpar shooters in the league. No, no, stop it, stop it. <laughs> anyway, uh, I'm gonna go cat. 
<laughs> I think I'm gonna put Heat last because, like Kyle said, they can they have a gate that they have. Okay, so you have a healthy power here, huh? You're gonna put the Heat one. The no, I'm putting uh, two. Uh, now, like you said three. worst is to the best, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay, I'll do it the other way for you. You're gonna put the Cavs the worst, Cavs the worst, second, worst, second. Yeah. and then the Heat. I basically wrote it down for you: one, two, three. If you were ranking them in order of good to worst, Kyle, what's yeah. your what's your ranking? Uh. Yeah, so I think the Heat would probably be the best equipped out of these three without Butler. I think the team that's going to struggle the most has got to be that Sixers team. <laughs> so bad. I mean, yeah, Eric Snow could bring the ball up, but then what are you? who are you running plays for? I don't know. Like, at least with Cleveland, Z had a nice – he had a decent post game. He had a little mid-range. You could run some stuff with that and Pavlovich maybe, but – yeah, that Sixers team would be rough to watch. Yo, Tyrone Hill, George Lynch, none of them would shoot. Yeah. So we just run it like post up Matumbo and hope he hook shots you to a finals? Like, no, that's not happening. I think I have the same order as you, though. That 76ers team was so bad. <laughs> Outside Allen. Allen used to put up 50 at night during that playoffs. Yeah. It was insane. You ever look at the box scores in the 2001 playoffs? It's so absurd. Hold on, let me see. Let me pull something off for you. Didn't uh, the Cavs have um? Who was that shooting guard? Not not was it something Hamilton? Not Richard Hamilton. Was it Rick? It was Mo Williams. It was something Hamilton. I forget. Oh, no. all right. So here you go. Right, right. I got, I got you right here. Eric Snow gave you forty-two minutes, thirteen points, twelve of six, six boards. The Kembe Matumbo gave you thir- forty-two minutes, thirteen points. 11 boards, one assist. Tyrone Hill gave you 32 minutes and 18 points. Uh, the only other player that had more than six was Aaron McKee, who gave you seven. And then Iverson gave you 37. Yeah. <laughs> Here's another game. Iverson gave you 35. Dikembe Mutombo, 19. Eric Snow, 11. Tyrone Hill, 7. Aaron McKee, 5. Let's go over the game they won. Here's the game they won. Let's see what happened in that game. Uh, Iverson gave you 48. <laughs> to Kembe, 13. Eric Snow, 13. And their fourth leading scorer in the game they won was Matt Geiger. Jesus. Matt Geiger. Wow. Okay. I mean, wow. that at least that team kind of fit the era where it was like, Slow down, really physical. It, you know, that Sixers team played that way, and they just had one really, really good, one really good scorer that was enough back then. Wouldn't be enough today. No, like right now. Yeah, yeah, you'd run that Sixers team like off the floor today. Man, that was a bad team. <laughs> all right, so I guess the Heat aren't the worst supporting cast of all time. Is there any other teams you could think of that would be up in this this category? The worst, most, least talented teams to make the finals? No. I, I mean, not off the top of my head, no. I can't think of anything. You said to make the finals or, yeah. or like to get to the finals? Mm-hmm. To get to the finals means to make the finals, Jordan. Uh, I would say like that. Well, can't be as far. I would say like that that Shaq team with uh, like on the Magic. 
like take 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 Shaq. Take Talking Shaq. about the, the years they lost to to, uh, to Houston. Nah, bro, they had Penny. Yeah, yeah, Dennis Scott, Nick Anderson. They were all right. Yeah, they were just immature. That's why they didn't win. 2022, <laughs> What are some teams the other way that if you took their star away, they'd still be okay? I mean, yeah, I mean that, that'd be like Boston. You know what I mean? Like you take Tatum away, they'd still be fine. Mm-hmm. Or if you took, you can't take Joke Joker away, and they're all right. They're gonna be okay, but they're not gonna be. Yeah, they would just they would look different, but yeah, they they yeah they'd be decent, but they wouldn't be anywhere near. Right, if, you right home, they, if you took Steph Curry away, they would still be in a playoff team. Yeah, pool, I mean, wasn't Curry hurt and they were kind of on a slump during the season? I feel like if you took LeBron James away from the Lakers, they're better. It forced AD to step up night in, night out. Oh, my. Well, you think Rip Hamilton was the best part of the team? Yo, listen, that's a great, great choice, Chris. Chris said, I was thinking those Detroit teams with Rip Hamilton. I wouldn't look at Rip as their best player, I would look at Chauncey as. But I get it. That makes sense. They never really had a star. Yeah, that's actually, yeah, that's a really good one. Yeah. Okay. Can you think any teams if you take away their best player, they're still a good team? That's the best one, the, the Detroit one. That's how I LA got into the playoffs. LeBron went out and LA went on a streak. Yo, Tim Todd spitting facts tonight. That's a fact. I think LeBron James has been the worst player for the, the, the Lakers in this series. Did he make his first three in game three? I think so. Oh for 10? Yeah. Oh, I was kind of waiting for Jordan to, to jump all over that one. I was looking at um key posted like the hands getting it, a new lineup in for the Lakers. Like, that's, I don't know. So I was looking at that. <clears throat> You know, LeBron James been the worst player for the Lakers this this uh, this series. Uh, I mean, outside D'Angelo Russell, he's been terrible. Yeah, I mean, I think D'Lo has been the worst player. You got Rui Hachimura playing better than him. Yeah, he's playing. Oh, he's playing better than LeBron. AD's playing better than him. He's awesome. playing. He's definitely playing better than him. Like who? Yeah. I don't know. I feel like they should start start Schroeder tonight. Schroeder's playing better than him. Kind of, kind of like to annoy uh, Jamal Murray a little bit. I mean, he definitely is that guy. He would annoy the hell out of my best player. Yes. All right. Uh, all right. I don't think he's got it in. A, I think he's thirty-eight, Chris. I don't think he can get to the lane as often. Like I think his body would just take a toll on him. I'm being honest with you. I really believe that he doesn't have like forty minutes in him to do that. Like he can do that at times. I would love the Heat to win it all. I don't think that's going to happen. I'll be rooting for Jimmy Butler. Give me buckets. I mean, you don't, you wouldn't like the story, I guess, of Denver winning their first franchise championship. I would like that. I would like Jimmy Butler winning his first franchise, his first championship. Yeah. I like yeah. Denver. I just like Jimmy Butler better. You might as well just say it to my, to my, to that's, that's my question, basically. That's a good segue into my next. That's like the right. similar. Let's do it. I just found a few players. I know Jordan, you brought more players, but yo. Oh, so this is so this is graphic for me, bro. 
You did that to me. I thought I was going to get away with that. Oh, so this is my graphic, right? Yeah. Um, so my question, um, kind of like what we were talking about right before this, um, is I know in the in the Sports Empire chat we talked we brought up a lot of names and the NBA players. And so my question is out of like so we got Dame Lillard on the Portland, um Carmelo Anthony who just announced his retirement, players who have played in the league and have not won a championship, but we put them up in like the best, like one of the best shooters here, the best, you know. Elite scores. Um, so, and then you have a few more names: Allen Iverson, Barkley, Steve Nash, Harden. Damn, I'm surprised Harden didn't get any one championship. Russ, Russell, um, and then Bulls. I mean, their their Rose. So my question. So my question is: out of those players, and then like Dame and Carmelo, what what player? Or you might throw in a player in the chat. What player do you think should desert? Or are you surprised that? That did not have a role. I want you to look, I want you to look at this list. I'll go first. I didn't expect Kyle to put my player on this list. Okay. Uh, I was gonna try to come out of left field with this, but I want you to look at all the players that are on the board right now. And I want you to tell me out of all of them which one you see as a winner. Which one I see as a winner. Okay. I look at Alan Iverson as a guy that tried to do it all himself, but he was yeah. never a winner. I look at Steve Nash, the guy that was not a winner. James Harden always folds in big moments. Russell Westbrook's terrible mental mental state. Derrick Rose never really had it. Charles Barkley was the best player on that 92 Dream Team. Now, Michael Jordan was the best player on the 92 Dream Team. But Charles Barkley was dominant. Mm-hmm. On a league MVP, mm-hmm. my answer is Chuck, man. Charles Barkley was – if you didn't have the pleasure to watch Charles play – I'm telling you right now, go back and watch some of his tapes. That man was dominant. He was physical. He had a, he wrote a letter to Bill Lambeer before a game, and it was hilarious. He wrote a handwritten letter to Bill Lambeer, and he said, Dear Bill Lambeer, fuck you. Sincerely, Charles Barkley. <laughs> I swear to God. I joke. That's literally what he – he was nuts, and I loved him. He was such a uh, – played hard. Mm-hmm. Uh, Charles Barkley would be the answer for me. I think my answer is a player not on the list. I think it's Carmelo Anthony. I know he's been on subpar teams like with the Knicks, like early Knicks. Um, well, you and, that, was, that was his decision. He should have uh, joined those no, but I'm, Bulls teams. And I know, but I'm saying, but I'm saying that like with his, with his elite scoring and his probably one of the best two guard or two way, two way players. Probably in the league, I think you don't think he's you don't think he's a two way. He wasn't no two way player. I'm, I'm saying slashing and he shooting. Call, well, hold on. Did you just call Carmelo Anthony a two way player. Two way as in terms of shooting and driving to the rim. That's not a two way player. Yeah, we normally say two way. That's offense and defense. Yeah. Oh, well, that's, that's, yeah. that's my two way. Two way slashing because when you make a two, we make a two way. True. Because when you make a two way, you build on two K. You make a what two way what. Playmaker. Oh, you're talking about 2K, bro. It's not video game. I'm just saying, like, that's how I think of two way. Okay. You can shoot and 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 go to the rim, and I like you. I think that, you know, um, he's had so many ample opportunities to like play on. So he he's been on teams like with Dame and LeBron, and like I don't know. I feel like he he deserves one ring to like you know. Kind of his life. He had all these opportunities and didn't win a ring. Tells you how much he didn't deserve one. 
I want to read you out the 0809 yeah. Nuggets roster just for the shits and giggles, right? I'm glad you brought that team up. Was it AI on that team? No, Allen Iverson, Chauncey Billups, Carmelo Anthony, Kenyon Martin, J.R. Smith, Nene. Damn. Like those Nene? teams, oh, Howard, those teams were loaded, bro. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of people don't remember Anthony Carter could play basketball. He was not a bad basketball player at all. He does have three goals. That's, that's true, but that's the hardest. Know. I don't know. I think that Carmelo is a guy that is always a me guy, but I never thought he, of him as somebody that should win a ring. Like Carmelo to me is James Harden. Huge offensive bag. Little defensive bag, only cares about himself. And who probably have a CP3? Nah, you don't need to put CP3 on this list. He doesn't have a ring. You're right, you don't have a ring. But I think that Chris Chris Paul. So like, I all right, so we have he has, he has Blake Griffin. He had Barkley. Well, I'm lying. Allen Iverson, Charles Barkley are the only two guys on this list that you would argue are top five in their position of all time. Yeah. Yeah. I agree with that. I agree. But no, I'm with you, Gene. I think it's Barkley. You know, a lot of people know Barkley for, you know, TNT. People are joking about no rings and all that. But when he was with the Sixers, he was a beast. I mean, there's that one clip where he goes up, snatches a block, takes it down the other end of the floor, rocks the Mm -hmm. rim. You know, he wasn't the tallest guy, but he knew how to make it work. And then the Suns teams, those are some of the fun teams of the 90s to watch. Him, Kevin Johnson, you know, Marley, guys like that. Bar- you know, Barkley, just, he just had it all. And I, I was shocked that his career actually came and went and he never got one. I mean, yeah, it kind of sucked that he played during the height of Jordan's powers and, you know, Elijah Wan and those guys that stopped him. But, yeah, out of this list is Barkley without a doubt. I really, I don't think people realize how good Charles Barkley was. He was nice. I think Charles Barkley is the second greatest power forward of all time, behind just Tim Duncan. That's it. Yeah, I know a lot of people I like to put Carl Malone up there. I, I think Barkley's way ahead. I haven't had a KG. I haven't had any single person that's not named Tim Duncan. I want to read this out for you guys, just for the hell of it. Like I love pulling this up. This is Charles Barkley's career stats. Okay. So the first year he was in the league, he averaged 14 points and eight rebounds. That was the only season in his 16-year NBA career where he did not average a double-double. Right. 20 and 12. Yeah, Moses Malone who snatched every rebound. 20 and 12, 23 and 15, 28 and 12, 26 and 12, 25 and 12, 27 and 10, 23 and 11. 25 and 12, 21 and 11, 23 and 11, 23 and 11, 19 and 13 and a half, 15 and 12, 16 and 12, 14 and 10 and a half. That was what this man averaged every year of his career. That's dominance. Mm-hmm. He was very, uh, definitely uh, underrated, like, because, you know, uh, but those talent, but uh, as far as, you know, other, 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 Talents in the league like Jordan and you know Isaiah Thomas and Reggie Millers and stuff he kind of got over over overlooked. Uh, 
Definitely. I'm need some Reggie, man. I, I mean, I know, I know people are going to disagree with me, but I think D Rose, he could have, like, if he didn't have that injury, who knows what he could have done, man. He got the MVP. Um, I know that he was on a kind of like a subpar roster, but if he was traded, if, if he didn't get injured, if he was like traded to like another team, and I, you know, no injury, I think D Rose could have got a got a ring, man. I, it sucks that he got he got it. Injuries happen, but I feel like with that talent, you know, come out of Memphis, he could have got it, man. Could have got one at least. Uh, he's near the bottom of my list, if I'm being honest with you. Derrick Rose in his prime MVP year went up against LeBron James in the Miami Heat. LeBron stuck him every fourth quarter for five for four straight games after Chicago won game one. He he scored four, two, zero, and two points in the fourth quarter with LeBron James sticking. Mm-hmm. I want you to understand how how minimal he made Derrick Rose look in the fourth quarter for four straight games versus the Miami Heat. He don't deserve no ring to me. That was in his prime. That's his MVP year. Mm-hmm. Say what you say, how you say it, however, whenever you're saying it. Oh, thank you, Chris. I said that. No, no, my bad. Kyle said that. I'm going to take your credit, Kyle. <laughs> right, Kyle brought up yeah. yeah. Sorry. I'm trying to slide it. Thank you, Chris. <laughs> Jordan always taking some credit for some shit he ain't doing. <laughs> oh, oh man. Man. All right. Well, all, right guess, all right. I guess we'll go to mine then. I also think, real quick, before you go to okay. I also think Steve Nash is the most overrated player in the history of basketball. I've said that time and time again. Steve Nash is the worst MVP to ever put on the jersey. The guy was an absolute liability defensively. He was terrible defensively. He won an MVP average in 18 and 12. Are you out of your mind? 18 and 12? Come on, man. Yeah. I, I, I definitely, still, he was, I was definitely like one of the elite, I'll say elite passers. No yeah. Passers. Okay. So is Andre Miller. That's true. Oh, no, I'm agreeing with him. I'm just saying he definitely was, like, you know, a guard that was slick, you know, that would, you know, no-look passer, great plays. Are you talking about an all-time great? He never averaged more than 18 points a game. He never averaged 20 points a game ever in his career, not once. You realize how, like, hard that is to do? <laughs> Especially with the way Phoenix played, where they jacked up shots, like, five seconds into the shot clock. It's kind of hard. Did Kyle Corey he got a ring with that that, that LeBron? Kyle Corey has multiple rings, bro. Okay, this. okay, okay. But he doesn't deserve to be talked about in this list, even if he didn't. Yeah. You want to know people that are crazy that have rings that you never thought they did? Gary Payton. Did you know he has a ring? And you can tell me what team he has a ring with, Jordan. I think Kyle. It wasn't. Does. It, wasn't, his, it wasn't the Supersonics, right? Nope. Gary Payton has a ring. Mm-hmm. That's a fun fact. I didn't know that. He has a ring with it. What team was it, Kyle? Well, he was the Miami Heat. 06 Miami Heat. That is correct. Uh, he got a ring as the backup point guard. Well, he actually started a lot of games in the finals. But that was Dwayne Wade's team. 
it's crazy how many ring chasers there were near the end of their career. Like Barkley, <laughs> end, Barkley ended his career on the Houston Rockets trying to chase a ring. Yep. Uh, Carl Malone in L.A. How about that team in L.A., man? Malone. Uh, they, I think they had Peyton Gary was there, Ryan, too. Peyton, yep. Nash. Oh. Terrible. Yep. All right, let's move over to, to your question. Start one, sit one, cut one. Here we go. It's going to be tricky, I feel like. Oh. Yo. Uh. I see it's so easy to me. Speaking of Carmelo and Iris. I'll go like. Can you go first? Well, I put Carmelo because he, because he retired, so I figured why not throw Carmelo in there. Uh, Robert's want to ring. Oh, that's true. Yeah, Paris won a ring in 97 with the Bulls. A lot of people probably don't know that one. And funny enough, he brought up Tracy McGrady. I thought about throwing McGrady on here, but I thought with the back injury, he didn't play that long enough. It might be easy. Uh, so, wait, Jordan said for me to go first. Yeah, I'll go first on my question here. So, I'll go. Because even when I put it together, I was going about this like 20 different ways. But I would say I'd probably start. I'd probably start AI. You got to start him or cut him. He can't be off your bench. I know. So that's right. That's what I'm like. I'm starting AI. Bench. Whoa, Chris. I mean, oh, no. yeah, I don't have what Chris has. I'm actually. Benching Carter, cutting Mello. Uh, Chris says start AI, sit Mello, cut Vince. Yeah, I just have Vince and Mello backwards. But yeah, I mean, that's true. If you're not starting Iverson, you're cutting them. So I'm starting Iverson. I'm, I'm not going to cut Allen Iverson. Allen Iverson's Vince... prime was better than these other two players. Though. Right. It's not close. Yeah, I agree. In their prime. The problem is this, right? Allen Iverson never. Like, he looks so good in all-star games, like, right? So he proved that he could play with other, like, teammates that were superstars. He never had a superstar during his time in Philadelphia. The best player he ever played with in Philadelphia was Jerry Stackhouse or Larry Hughes. Larry Hughes was nice in Philly. He was. Yeah. The flight yeah, too bad he had Weber at the end of Weber's athleticism. He had already been shot by then. Yeah. Jordan, what's your three? Man. Uh, I think I'm going to uh, start Iverson. <clears throat> I'm, I'm going to start Iverson, bench Carter, cut Mello. Okay. It's crazy to me. Me and Jordan have the exact same three. Start Iverson. I want to bench uh, Vince Carter. I think Vince Carter is a guy that off your bench. I think he's versatile. Uh, Vince Carter in his prime could shoot the three. He could dunk. He could play defense. Mello did none of that. He shot the three well. But, um, Mello was a great – like, if I was starting a one-on-one basketball league, Mello would be in that league. His offensive mm-hmm. bag was ridiculous. Mm-hmm. But if we're being honest with ourselves, Carmelo was a terrible defender, very lazy defender, a bad teammate. I would not – no, there's no way. I would start AI – I would bench Vince Carter and I would cut Carmelo Anthony. We all agreed. I was kind of torn on like uh, benching Melo because of his three point shooting. Because I know like prime Melo, if, if he's open, he's shooting at, he's making that three. Like, 
But with Kraken Flash. The reason Melo's teams never really won is because he couldn't run a consistent offense around him. Right. Like he it was Melo was the offense. You had to run the ball through Melo. Whereas Iverson could really pass. Like he was a very good passer. Oh yeah. Just giving an opinion. Uh chat, any questions you guys want us to cover tonight? We will be wrapping up a little early as uh big time. We'll be sliding in at eight o'clock to the, the stream yard sports empire network. Oh, here comes Brett. All right, perfect timing. All his mellows hands, the possession was open. Exactly. It's fact. <laughs> Brett. <laughs> facts. That's facts, yeah. Brett, I'm pretty sure you have a I'm pretty I'm pretty sure you have a question for us, man. Which oddly enough, when I watch some of like Donovan Mitchell possessions with Utah and Cleveland, kind of turns into a mellow type offense where they give them the ball, get out of his way, and say, do something. And I kind of wonder if Donovan Mitchell might have a career path like Mellow. We'll see at the end. He's a great scorer, but could never get a ring. That's a great question, Brett just asked. I pulled yeah. it up just to look at it. Would Jamal Murray be the number one pick in uh, the redraft of 2016? Now, if you're not familiar with the 2016 draft, I pulled it up for you. Yeah. Yeah, I'll, ready? yeah. I'll read you the stars that are in that draft. First pick was Ben Simmons that year. Okay. Brandon Ingram was the second pick. Jalen Brown went third. Uh, Dragon Bender went fourth. Chris Dunn went five. Buddy Heald went six before Kentucky freshman Jamal Murray went number seven overall. Now, other notable stars that went in this draft, Montes mm-hmm. Bonus went at 11. Pascal oh, wow. Siakam went at 27. DeJounte Murray went at 29. DeJounte, wow. Damn. Yeah. So, would you, um, would you have – would you have had drafted Jamal Murray number one overall in that draft? Like the way he's playing right now? No, mm-hmm. it's a redraft. Twenty six. Yeah. Like you know what you know now, you can redraft. Yeah. So you said he was seven, right? In that yeah. draft. I mean the people you're comparing him to is would you draft him over Brandon Ingram? Would you draft him over I think the biggest question is Jalen Brown, if I'm being honest with you. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I agree. That's Brown. the only one I'd hesitate on. I, think I, I like Brandon Ingram, but yeah, I might, I might, I might, I might have to say on Ben Simmons too. It's like, it's like, it's like, what? Like, I said I'm gonna have to say on Ben Simmons too. It's like, I'm joking. No, but, he, but you never, but but you never know, like how what Ben Simmons. I mean, prior to the, you know, because he was still that hot, that hot talent coming out of LSU. He wasn't even that great at LSU. I tell people that all the time. Like he was so. Overhyped at LSU, it was hilarious to me because he couldn't shoot in college, refused to shoot in college. What a surprise. The same thing happened in the NBA. My guy, I want to say this to you guys very, very simply. I'm not trying to be rude. I'm not trying to be disrespectful. But you can say whatever you want. I've wanted Ben Simmons off the 76ers before – they drafted him. I couldn't stand Ben Simmons. I never could stand Ben Simmons. 
He was a loser. He always was a loser. He always will be a loser. Yeah. Loser. I tried trade. I, I was like, you should trade him for the number two pick. Memphis was looking to trade for a point guard. The number two pick. They were trading the Zion draft. Your John Morant went number two. And people were like, no, nah, you're an idiot. You got to get more than that. Like, there's no way you should trade him for number two. I said, I would take trade him for number two pick and take John Morant right now. Could you imagine 76 team? John Morant and Joel Embiid? What that would bring? Seriously. Yeah. yeah. Then uh, when they were talking about trading him to begin with, I was like, I would disperse. Greg Popovich basically came out and said, I would trade any single player on my roster for Ben Simmons. I would have went, okay, no problem. Give me DeJounte Murray. This is when he was first coming up. I would have took DeJounte Murray for him. Then the Kings were like, we'll give you Halliburton and Heald. And the 76ers were like, we want De'Aaron Fox instead. You could have had Halliburton and Heald for him. And you settled on James Harden. Yep. But yeah, I'm with you because when I heard the story about, you know, the team declining going to the NIT and Ben Simmons was a big part of that at LSU, I was like, yeah, this guy, not a winner. Yeah, those stories came out too about him giving up in Australia. Yeah, all that. LSU, not UCLA. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. Chris, that's, that's mm-hmm. spot on. Ben Simmons is a quitter. So, Mike, the question that Brett asked, let's get back to it. Jamal Murray or Jalen Brown? He had the number I'd one probably overall. Go Murray. I'd probably go Murray. Uh, yeah, i go Murray. I think Murray is outperforming Jalen Brown by a mile or more in this playoff. So, I'm, I'm going Murray over Jalen Brown. I'm going Jalen Brown. Let me tell you why. Jalen Brown's always been a rob and never been a bad. And I think that once he gets the opportunity to be the lead ball handler, the guy, the go-to guy on a team, you will see as good as Jalen Brown can be. I think I don't know who asked the question in the chat earlier, but where do you see him going? I don't know. Uh, a lot of talk is because uh, he wants to go to a, a contender, not a freaking to the Hornets or like. Well, there's a lot of talk about uh, a sign and trade or trade for Bradley Beal, uh, moving Beal to Boston. Yeah. That's been talked about for a few years, yeah. Beal for Brown has been a big conversation piece. I think that makes both teams better because you have your 100% number one. You get a better shooter on the Celtics with Beal, better score. You already have the defense of mindset on the Celtics team. Um, Jalen Brown goes to an opportunity where he gets a chance to be the lead dog around a team that's a bunch of dogs from Washington. That's a win. I could see Jalen Brown going to a team like Dallas. I think he would fit well with Luka. I believe it. I believe he would understand his role in that situation. I think when he plays next to Jason Tatum, they're the same player. Brown to the Thunder. S-G-A and Brown would do it. would be nice, make them a legit playoff team. Uh, you basically have to give up Josh Giddy to do that. What about uh, Atlanta with uh, him and Trey Young? Well, DeJounte Murray's there. Oh, yeah, I forgot about you. Yeah. I mean, yeah. they don't have a check coming back, too. You'd have to give up Josh Giddy to make that happen. 
That's that's fine. Brown makes a great Scotty Pippen. He does. I agree. It's just there's no Michael on Boston. Kyle, I want to ask you, like, so since you're a Celtics fan, how do you feel about Brown right now? Like, you know, like him in the playoffs. Brown? How do you look? Like, you're, I mean, this is serious. Brown, serious Brown is, I know. I know. Brown's one of my favorite players because you know they drafted him. He was a guy not a lot of people actually knew about because he played. At yeah, where, Cal. where did he get? Yeah, where did he go? Cal? He, yeah, he played at Cal, and a lot of people, especially in Boston, you don't watch a lot of Cal basketball. That's, and uh, and each year he's developed and gotten better year after year. I hate the fact that this is the moment that he's kind of chosen to play his worst basketball because now it's going to look like, you know, he made the all NBA second team, so he's eligible for the Supermax. But now we're, everybody's going to point to this playoff series and be like, He's not a guy who deserves it. And, you know, you can't necessarily be mad at that point of view based off the games you're watching. But, I under, but I'm but i like Gene. I think Jalen Brown is a really good basketball player. It's just that right now it's not working in Boston. And I think he has another year before he's an undrafted free agent, so I'm sure they might run it back next year just to see. But – I'm always going to root for Jalen Brown, whether it's in a Celtics uniform or not. I got to uh, I gotta read this quote to you guys. Uh, yes, I think Wimby's going to be absolutely unbelievable. I don't think there's any chance he's not an absolute superstar. But I got to read this quote. We are a basketball and football show, and this quote just came out. Just came out at 3.30 today. I'm not sure if you guys have seen it yet. DeAndre Hopkins says on the I Am Athlete podcast, that he wants a stable management, a quarterback who loves the game, and a great defense. What I want is stable management upstairs. I think that's something I, I haven't really had the past couple years of my career coming from Houston and then in Arizona. I've been through three or four GMs in my career, so a stable management. A quarterback who loves the game, a quarterback who brings everybody on board with him and pushes not just himself but everybody around him. And a great defense, a great defense wins championships. That didn't is he, everything Arizona doesn't have. Didn't he mention something like that about Kyler Murray, right? That For is shots fired, yeah. Kyler Murray. Yep. That is shots fired. Every single guy from Arizona keeps coming out. Patrick Peterson, DeAndre Hopkins. At, there's so many guys that come out and take shots at Kyler Murray. Shots fired, and then um, then uh, Big Ben takes off that picket. Well, that's the different. He admitted, oh yeah. Well, yeah. then he kind of like, oh my bad, I didn't mean to do that. He was rooting for him to lose yeah. early yeah. in his career, and then he apologized and got on. He said, oh, he wasn't uh, solid like in week three of the season, like whatever, something like that. So he was hoping for him to lose. Yep. Yeah, but no, I mean, I, I I saw that quote from DeAndre because he he posted a video working out. This was like after the Ravens signed Odell. He was like, "Oh, who they? Who he was working out with his buddies?" And he was like, "Um, who said I left? Or I thought he was going to stay with the Cardinals. Like, but apparently not. So, because people thought he was going to go to Ravens or Buffalo or Chiefs, and they're like, "Oh, who said I left?" Or something like that. So, I don't know what. But on NFL Network, they're saying how like um with the with the Odell um so getting that eighteen million for one year, and no team wants to pay like DeAndre Hopkins. I'm assuming Bills would or whatever, but. I don't know. Like he might have to stick with Arizona, or I don't know, man. But after that know. statement, if he's gonna stay there, like he's got to talk yeah, to the front is... office. He's got to talk to Kyler one on one. It's gonna be an awkward conversation. 
unless if Kyler didn't hear it because he's on Call of Duty, then maybe he's fine. But you know, <laughs> oh, Kyler, we're here. He keeps he constantly I know, yeah. about these conversations. Yes. I saw that. Yeah. That's that's gonna be awkward. OTAs and we're done. Dondre Allen is forcing himself out of here. But I feel like that was kind of the thought before the draft, and they didn't do anything then. So why was why are they prolonging this? Because now it's even worse. Because now if I'm a team negotiating with them, I'm not going to give them a lot for him. No, man, I, I mean, I know he's being honest, but I don't want no player to talk about. To, I mean, I don't want a player in my locker room to like talk down somebody. I mean, I know he's he's like, okay. He had three or four GMs or whatever. Like, but like, I don't want no team. I want I want a player, and he's he's a good talent. Right, I don't want watch, him I'm gonna, I'm to throw a locker room. Jordan, let me spend it on you. Hmm? You're DeAndre Hopkins. Oh, Your career is DeAndre Hopkins. I'm going to put you in DeAndre Hopkins' shoes for a minute. All right. You're drafted to the Houston Texans. Their starting quarterback is Matt Schaub. He's terrible. Oh, follow me. Just yeah, he's, me like my two Oh, no, no. I know he's terrible. Um, they go to Brock Osweiler and all these other quarterbacks before they get to Sean Watson. Sean Watson's there for a little bit. Has an issue. He has Deshaun Watson for two years, and then he gets traded to Arizona. You have Kyler Murray, who's a petulant child, baby. Wouldn't you want your career not to end with organizations like Houston and Arizona? No, I don't. You can say what you want about him taking shots at the organization or the quarterback. But he's doing what he has to do to get out of the situation he's in. No, I'll say I don't – Dad, oh, my God. Put the, turn the lights off, man. Um, so I, <laughs> <laughs> that's going on TikTok, right? Shoot. <laughs> um, but, no, no, I'll get your point. That's his internet, like, too. I would not want to – His internet went out, bro. He's, like, in and out. Like, he, you know, the free screen looking at the, the – like this is hilarious. Am I good or am I am I good? All right, you're good now. You're good now. Oh, you're good now right. for a while. No, I was saying. Um, no, I was saying. I mean, I hear you. Like, if I'm in his shoes, like, I don't want to end my career in or with Texans and and Texans and corners of my resume. Um, but I'm thinking, like, as an owner of another team, I don't want. I want a guy to come in and not start my locker room because, like Kyle said. If you go back to Arizona, there's gonna be some problems in the locker room. Like you know, he's, he kind of took shots at Colin Murray. Um, so like, I don't want. I guess there, he absolutely did. He did. He did. Oh, yeah. Um, I mean, and, and, I, and I'm not saying anything bad about his talent. I'm just saying that like coming in, I want a guy who's you know, who's level headed. You know. Fast forward to a week, if they say Ravens traded for DeAndre Hopkins, you'd come on here and be like, oh, Super Bowl. I mean, I would be really, really happy. <laughs> All right, gentlemen, we got a show that's right behind us at 757. Any final thoughts? No, just uh, Lakers and seven, right? Yes, sir. <laughs> I mean, final thoughts and, I got Lakers and I got Lakers and six. Gene, he's trolling. <laughs> well, yeah, because they can't win it in six. is going to be button heads in the chat. It's all good. We haven't button heads. Freddie's been silent. He's been yeah. silent since yeah. then. Yeah, one day y'all what, blew what's my that phone about? Oh. 
Okay. Oh, I think oh, wait, I think he works. He works. Oh yeah, yeah, he works. He works when they lose, but he's he's, he's commented on on other games when he's been at work. Come on now. <laughs> All right, y'all. We gotta wrap it up. Uh, thank you for tuning in to the Cheap Seats Podcast. I'm Wire to Wire Gene. That's the Prince of Production, Kyle Edwards. That's <laughs> Jordan Jean Louis, Big J. And we are signing out. Thank you.